welcome to our first official post-corona. Is that the right terminology there? It's it feels pretty uh during believe. corona. <laughs> yeah, or since corona, we should That's call true. It. It's a check-in. I I, I think yeah. ultimately it's just like just a check-in and seeing how things are doing. It's been I think long enough now after the initial shock, and I'm just I think it's a good time to kind of see I, well, I want to know what you're doing, how you're handling it, things that are changing and, and, and how we're adapting in sort of this this sort of time of uncertainty, yeah. you know, I, I'm um, kind of I agree with you on that. It's kind of nice that we're doing this. What are we about four or five weeks in? I'm assuming yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I had a lot of discussions. You've had a lot of discussions. We've talked to each other a lot, too, through this. But maybe it's a little bit good to be out of this uh, the initial state of it where I feel like a lot of it got a little on the panic side and I'm sure everyone felt the same way. And, and to talk about it now, it's a, there's enough to under, to think about and there's enough to see what has changed and what enough to talk about. I almost feel like too. Right. Yeah. And I think I like the idea of, you know, really putting it through the perspective of us designers, other creatives, just because I think from what I'm witnessing now and what I didn't witness in the beginning, which was, why we were kind of hesitant to put something out immediately because yeah. everything's through other people's perspectives. So like, I don't want to necessarily just like give, you know, feedback where it's so fresh, but now yeah. it's like the biggest change I'm seeing is like the community has been pretty cool. Yes. And I think designers are finding really cool, creative ways that are just, it's just a different adaptation, yeah. you know, yeah. partly to keep, you know, each other sane and also just to like figuring out the business side of things. So, I don't know if there's like a, a straight trajectory for this episode, but I think I just want to talk about it. I want to check in. It's been, you know, a month and a half of this sort of shutdown. All the businesses are affected, right? Like life and business as we know it is just drastically changed yeah. in a very short amount of time. Uh, and I'm just curious how we're all getting through that. And I think what our plan is to also bring in some friends, some people that are like, in similar industries and try to figure out what, you know, what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, How are they adapting? What's changing? What do they see, you know, uh, sticking after all this sort of stuff? This might be a a makeshift course, you know, in the making, which is kind of fits our, our model. And it makes sense. I think you can't, you can't not be affected. You can't not be like thinking about what we're going to do differently. You can't, uh, Ignore, like you said, how the, I think the community has become so amazing. I've never seen anything like this in my life, dude. I mean, yeah. and I just hope uh, other, God, I hope other industries are feeling this same amount of um, camaraderie and compassion. Um, that's the only stuff I like seeing right now. Well, you know, on the on the side of like when you take a break and, and whatever, and you don't have to look hard to find our industry uh, coming together in so many different ways, man. Like this is um, this is crazy, and 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 the creativity coming out of it, not in our projects, yeah. but in sure. the innovation of what we're doing, how we're. Co- <laughs> I, I've collaborated with more people in the last two weeks than probably the last five years. It's, yes, it's insane, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think because again, we're seeing a shift where like maybe people I assume and myself included have more time on their hands. Right. Yeah. And so like, what are you doing with that time is what I'm most curious about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I get part of that has got to be like hustling and still making, you know, en- enough to keep that roof o- over your head and, yeah. and eat. Uh, but beyond that, it's like, there's this sort of pool of creativity that has been opened up in a different way. And 
what we're seeing is kind of cool, man. Like, and a big part of that, I think, is also just collaboration, community driven. Like, I'm hanging out with designers more than I ever have, like through Zoom, like all these other resources that are coming through. Are like, same. It, it, it's fun. Or, and, and seeing like, what are, you know, all these designers like passion projects or like, how are they trying to like their causality in the industry? Like, how are they helping? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Off the top of the head, I think a couple good resources are uh, the ladies from uh, uh, Pander Design. Amazing. Yeah. What Amazing stuff they're putting out, man. Like, it's all super helpful for like small business. Same with like Hoodspot. Yep. I, I think it's, it's sort of these these creatives that uh, uh, have started to carve out a niche for themselves in terms of like not only are they amazing designers and creatives, but they're also like really good small business entrepreneur mm-hmm. like uh, driven people. And, and, and to see how like that's the sort of stuff I'm interested in, like they're really bringing a lot of value for free to the community, which is awesome. And that's stuff that I think typically would be behind the scenes. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we all share and we're talk- behind a paywall. Behind a paywall, yeah. We've talked yeah. about the transparency being pretty good in the last year or two. Because um, yeah. I don't think every someone said it great by saying we're not we're not seeing the compet- each other as competition anymore. Um, and if you can take some value or some insight that you use in your business, and someone else can gain uh, amazing value out of it, and almost and maybe even save their business because of a small tweak, a small shift. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like the word that the first word that came out of my mouth, mouth when we were talking about it, even with just school stuff was pivot. And I hate that word because it's one of those uh, total. Uh, what do they call them? Those um, just ca- it's like the most trendy word in like corporate America. And like, oh, we're going to yeah. pivot and sounds. So, yeah. But it's, it doesn't have a lot of direction behind it. Like, yeah. What does that mean? Pivot to what? Yeah. Pivot how? yeah. Like change. And, like what? <laughs> yeah. And we were like, well, it's not even pivoting. It's like, it's literally the train tracks. And you like that visual when you see the shift of the track going to a whole other course and a whole other direction. That's what I feel like is is happening now more than ever. Um, yeah. And Anna, I mean, with every negativity and every bad part about what's going on, if we can look at some of the good stuff and say like, wow, like, did we did any of you feel like you needed this kick in the butt to rejuvenate, to refocus, to regroup, right? It's mm. okay to do, like, as much as we want to say we had our shit together, <laughs> I, I see so many things that I, I feel like, wow, I, I have this opportunity. Now's it not, 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 it's not only the time to change or try something different. It's the time to try something and even fail at it. You don't, mm. right? You don't have, there's mm-hmm. no, why not do it? Yeah. You know? This is the time, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's that's really true, and that's something where I'm coming at it from. I think you know, there's another side of this which we talked about. You know, just you and I, where it's, I think it's easy to just say, find some time for yourself, do these things, get organized. True, you should yeah. do that, but also like, how are you gonna make your uh, rent? Like, yeah. people still gonna make that income, and 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 so. I think some immediate shifts for me was all on the business side before I like started to like relax and try to find these like de-stressing, less anxiety, like driven creative outlets for myself. It was like, how the hell am I going to, you know, keep my income where it was? Yeah. Uh, Because ultimately, like, I think it's affected everyone, right? Like we've all slowed down. I I don't know any creative who it hasn't affected yet. And I I like the sense of camaraderie in that. Mm -hmm. And we're all in uncharted territory. Like no one... Like people are figuring it out and then that's spreading into cool ways. So just business wise, I'm curious, you know, like 
how are you changing, you know, I guess, how are you adapting or innovating and finding these opportunities as a freelancer? Again, I'm I'm putting this through the scope of myself, which is freelance designer, creative, right? Yeah. Small Uh, business, independently operated, whatever you are. Uh, Yeah. And and for me, I I think that the first one is really just being available to your clients and connecting immediately. Totally. That was that was the first thing I did. That's still what I'm doing. I'm just and, and a lot of it's like I'm working, you know, pro bono or just like furloughed payment for a while until some people can get on their feet. Like I'm trying to be as available as possible to my my retaining clients, ones yep. that are getting affected the most. And I do same with you, Nick, like a lot of work in the beer side of things in the brewery side and, and they're getting hit super hard. And so, like, that's a big chunk out of like my personal you know, yeah. it's like 40% of my business yeah. is kind of like kind of cut or really slowed down. Yeah. Uh, and so it, that sort of forced me to change up some stuff, look at other industries, focus on other things, my side hustles. And we can get into that. But just your immediate like, how has it affected your day to day? Yeah. In you know, now that you've had five weeks to really see yeah. <laughs> the data, you know, because yeah. immediately yeah. it's like, well, no one knows. And, and it like, changes every day. And so like five yeah. weeks ago. I think I was still in that zone of like thinking about it m- more than doing anything. I was just, you needed a few days to take this all in and say, I can't believe it was happening. And I, I remember it was a Sunday night. It was the first Sunday, I think, after that Wednesday. I always, there was a Wednesday where I think that was the day it became the pandemic that I just saw this shift overnight. It was, it was yeah. nuts. That Sunday, I think I had, I was dying to find something on TV that just had nothing to do with this on and from that point on became the, my moment where I wasn't watching anything I, I I love to have I think we've talked about we love to have things on in the background while we're working it could be news or whatever yeah especially and now just, it's like I'm hanging out with all my friends there's people laughing I'm yeah. in a coffee shop it's on TV yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and, <laughs> and I I ended it that day and I, I don't do anything live at all uh, but yeah. I remember it was that Sunday night and I found something to watch and I said to myself I was like I thought of one client and I really just I made a two-line email and sent it to him. And before I can even copy it and do it again to the next client, that client wrote back and was like, oh my gosh. Oh, so yeah, we, we are regrouping, whatever, but we got some stuff to talk about on Tuesday. Uh, are you mm. available? And I was like, yes. And I, I remember just going, whoa, life is still going on. Life, things are still happening. Um, yeah. I, I instantly thought of just the worst and then saw that. And I was like, Thank God. So I did the same thing with like four other active clients that talking the ones that we are day to day in projects with. And they all had the same great reaction. One of them was like, look, um, we, we don't know what we're doing. Uh, one was like, it was business as usual. They're like, nothing's stopping us. So I looked at that roster and immediately just went, who's doing great? Who's in the middle? Who's yep. hurting? And again, it just made me look at things to start thinking about, do I beef up more clientele in column A, and do I only take the column C ones as just pure love, pure like I if I could lose it tomorrow, I'd be fine, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. it's a different focus, right? Um, mm. And how can and how can we? So it's just something in my mind as the future, you know. That's yep. it was a way of kind of putting a test out there, seeing what the results were. I felt so much better. And, that, and it was great, too, because it was next day was Monday. So it was like, <laughs> you know, you, you get right into it and having something to do while everybody else was still panicking. I felt like I was rolling up my sleeves. And that 
felt so good and I've just tried to con- continue. So that was, that was like my first move. That was my first move, you know? Yeah, man. I, same, same here, right? It, it's sort of, again, being available and I reached out to all my current uh, ongoing clients at that time. And it was like, and because c- now is your time to like dig deep in your emotional intelligence and mental <laughs> yeah. health resources for your clients. Like mm-hmm. your clients are stressed out too. And they, a lot of times, like I don't have any dependents, you know, I'll hire contract designers, so but like I don't have anyone working for yeah. me right now. Right. So yeah. that's a stress I don't have, uh, yep. which all my clients currently do. Um, and so, and it's also good to like take that role again as creatives. It, it's helpful to coach what you know in this area. Mm-hmm. Cause I think marketing engagement and all these content stuff, they're going to have to start doing, I think, more heavily than usual. Yes. Um, and so I think it's just engaging with your clients more than usual, reaching out. How can you help? Going above and beyond. Like I said, if 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 it's something as simple as, and you can manage it, like, look, we'll, we'll clock hours and then you can just get it to when you can. Like, yeah. don't worry about payment right now. Like, yeah. let's keep you afloat. Here's some stuff we can start doing immediately. Mm-hmm. Right. I think all that kind of stuff is going to pay off in the long run. And I also want to make yeah. sure, like, some of my clients are like family. Like, I want to make sure there's still stuff to come back to with them, oh, you know? I mean, 100%. <laughs> the family ones are the first ones that I just were like, there was yeah. no there was no question. It was like, I will do this for you because you are, I would do it for a family member the same way. And a few yeah. have not been billed and probably won't be. And I have no, I guess, you know, I, maybe it's a perspective thing because with, with knowing, and that's, that's an individual decision. I'm not saying... Yeah, like, it, giving away it, it, free work is is great but in this time if you can do that and make the difference of a place closing down or not i i'm first in line and i yeah. and you're the exact same way yeah and that's where it's like i don't want that to be like here's what you should do cuz ultimately yeah. like i would be pretty fucking annoyed if that's what i heard people should be doing as a young designer getting into freelance mm-hmm. is struggling already like no this I, is you know. existing but this long-term. is also just where my perspective is yeah but i think the if there is one takeaway that still applies throughout it's reach out to your clients right now yes and, and 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 check in see if there's things you can help with maybe there's other stuff that like again we're designers we can do things beyond like logos and stuff like maybe they need help with social media maybe mm-hmm. they need help with website whatever any sort of outreach and marketing like we i think most of us especially freelancers have their toes in that pool a little bit, yes. right? Yep. Uh, and so try try engaging that way. Try seeing if there's other stuff you can help them with. Maybe your client yeah. doesn't need that logo right now. Yeah. But I guarantee there's stuff that they can use some help with. You know what I thought of for some young designers? And if it's, let's say there is no one on that list to really kind of reach out to at that point. I had an interesting conversation with uh, someone put me in touch with a, a, a local printer. And I was trying to do some... Uh, some bandana work for a client and we cool. had, we got into talking about stuff and he he told, told me something pretty interesting he said his his uh business for signage uh the large banners the signs that uh, it's amazing T- two days later i remember seeing those um stay six feet away stickers on the floor at drugstores yeah. and at convenience stores and i was thinking wow so thinking that we have some role in there we're the designers of these things he told me his business for signage, banners, and whatever went up like seven hundred percent, and he is knocking them out, and he and he's doing it at a but uh, um, at a, a a good discounted rate for people. He he seems like a really good guy, but it made me think that like if a young designer that might not have a lot of work reach out to a local print shop, 
in some cases, maybe they don't, they don't have an on an on staff designer or someone who That's can put smart. together a very quick flyer or yep. those signs that you see. And that way, you can be like, let let me let me help you out. Let's see what we can work out. You know, this mm-hmm. is the the time to bond and form a a, a partnership and a, and a great collaboration with someone, even if it means it's not paying bills. Eventually, it can be. They'll remember you. You know, and and I think that's just the thing. You would just hope someone's do it would do the same if you were in that situation. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And you know, that's actually an interesting point too, because I think it it should also be about like we talked about finding causality, and and we True. as designers have a a certain it's not give, but like we're able to uh, relay information in a more engaging way. You predicted what this I've, in trends, by the way. Do you remember? Really? Yeah. No. Causality. I think you did, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Because well, I but think you th- you were dead on, and and I and I loved that you brought that up. But look at how you could have never imagined that this would have been yeah. such a. Uh, um, it's now it's now mandatory in a way, <laughs> like right. Well, that's the God. thing. It's like it, it's about just you know keeping that ladder for anyone down and yourself included. It's just like it's it, it it's it's collaborative communicative like it we're all in this sort of together because this is no one's been here before yeah um and there is i find like some like i don't know comfort in that a little bit like and and i like to see how people are really finding their causality and and one way you're kind of talking about is like again designers we can translate information in cool visual ways yes and i'm seeing like people are are being educated not by like you know, government texts are necessarily just like NPR. It's like, it's these infographs. It's these mm-hmm. images of like flattening the curve. It's all these cool things that I think designers are, you know, sort of filtering through design, graphical design uh, in awesome ways. And like, that's yeah. a cool way to like, you know, sort of uh, 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 translate that information uh, or situation just in yeah. a more compelling way. Um, and, and I guess, you know, look, if you're in that place, because I'm curious what you think, like, well, what if you're in the place where your clients can't pay they and you can't work for free? Yeah. You know, what are the next steps? Right. Yeah. And that's that's where I think it does get tricky. I think the first thing I would do is start to focus on maybe like one, I would start preparing for like that sudden drop in income. Yes. Right? Uh, and I had to do that too, especially in the beginning. Like I had no idea if I was going to not be working for a couple months. You know, I have a nest egg for these scenarios. Like yep. that's what it's for. So, but I think like, um, you can look into like government support stuff, which we're all starting to do right now, but you can become more familiarized, especially if you're a smaller business. I don't feel comfortable enough talking about that, but there are some good resources out there. Yes. I feel comfortable, like focus on your maybe side hustle, change and adapt. If you're only getting work through clients, like try working on something that you can get some passive income through, whether yeah. it's yeah. fonts, whether it's templates, whether it's, you know, consulting webinars, something where you can really invest time in that can later become like a passive income just to give you enough to breathe. Right. Yep. And the two things I thought that were interesting was you you can pivot a totally different client. You can go yes. to a client that maybe is out of your thing because they are one in need of this now. Uh, everything you said, the strategy, the communication, I think a great takeaway from this is going to be even two, three years down the road when you're building a infographic or a motion graphic to explain a theory or, or a message, we're going to think back to how the, the good and bad and ugly of what we're seeing right now. I saw, yeah. I think it was Vox did a fantastic 
infographic thing talking about uh, it debunked the whole thing about this not being the common flu. And yeah. of course, everyone was thinking, oh, that's all it is. And why is it? And I saw this thing and I was like, man, it communicated so good. It was mm -hmm. like, so we're going to have great models in the future, I think. And for us to really, if we're pushing our value and that we're not just a pixel pusher, here's, here's a way of showing, okay, I, I learned a lot now. Let's take this in, yep. use it in your next you know, job. But the one thing I was, you know, so we're saying you change to a different client, kind of like yep. you were saying, shift, find where they are needed, what they're doing. But also like if you, if there's something missing in your roster or on your menu right now and that you've always wanted, now's the time to one, learn it, make that your side hustle, learning something additional that you don't do right now, you know, yep. Um, yep. It, that's the coolest part. Like I diving into like just YouTube stuff and filming stuff has been so fun for me because it's like. I never ever have one had the time, two didn't think it was. I I did it attached more to what would my, what would I gain out of it, and mm. and what a what a um selfish way to think about it. Like it was always like, can I increase my value as a mentor or this or whatever and do online stit stuff? Now I'm doing it out of complete necessity for class, yeah. and I love it. It is all for that reason. Yeah, that's a really cool shift. Also, that I'm seeing. I think. Because, shit, man, like two months ago, like I hated doing video conference calls and I hated doing, you know, these sort of live uh, uh, anything yes. video content related because it's just like a lot of work and whatever. But but now I do it so often. It's, just, it's so comfortable. And and what I'm seeing now is like I'm seeing other designers faces. You know what right, I mean? Like I'm right. I, I, I'm seeing like that, that actual actual like personality behind the pixels, which is super cool. Uh, and that's, I think, a takeaway once we're through this that's gonna stick i think video content and also just being more comfortable mm -hmm. putting yourself out there which we had that episode about like i think that's gonna everyone's gonna get a taste of it and and become way more familiarized and comfortable doing it mm -hmm. which in turn i think will make some cool content which I, you know again we're meeting i i, I want to meet the community on a deeper yeah. level and i think we're doing that more than we ever have and here we thought we were so connected digitally and we've seen that there was a whole new level like days only that only took days to get yeah. to. Um, yeah. I love that you said that too. I've, I've met, I hate this. Well, screen to screen. Is that going to say how we say it now? I've met more people <laughs> screen to screen uh, that we have never met virtually uh, for over years in the design community just in the last week or two, which is so much fun. Um, yeah. It makes us think too. I think let's not, let's not um, forget that one thing I like to keep in mind is, the future and what we gain out of this, what what shifts will be made. And so a lot of great talk about how more remote working will be possible because you think of a company that said, nope, never it's going to work, not with my employees. We, we're a different yeah. kind of company. Uh, it can never. And here you were forced to and and it's your These people are thriving, you know. Um, sure. Yeah. So how does that change? Do do we think of that as more uh, we can actually work three contracted jobs with people three part-time things that make up mm -hmm. your living right instead of putting all your eggs in one basket and, and again i don't i don't want to give any advice here on your what to do as a job but i read something interesting where it was saying uh the freelance thing will obviously see a boost because unfortunately some people are being forced to get into it um yeah but if you uh listener are already there and touching it you are already head uh, head and shoulders above because you've been in these waters and you've tested it out and you know what it takes. So doing more virtual calls 
with your clients, doing more of these things that I feel like have a deeper value when you're talking to them. Do you agree? Mm. You know, it's like oh, yeah, 100%. how much how much it's going to change. And then like having, you know, I thought of the difference of right now going through this. I think the first day I said, am I better as a as an independent person or being at a full time job where, you know, it could it could go in one day. Yeah. And, and I, I personally, I feel more safe knowing my hands are on the steering wheel uh, and it's a little more smoother sailing. Yes. You know, I, yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, we've been doing it long enough, which helps. You know, I, I do. I have I feel for, you know, any designer who is sort of first forced yeah. into this for the first time. That's tough. But I, I, I think there's also opportunity in this shithole that we're in. Yeah, I think it's really just getting organized and, and, and taking a step back and looking at it through a level head of creativity, mm-hmm. because Again, I'm having to adapt simply by like, okay, a lot of my clients are same as you, Nick, like in brewery, a lot of beverage, but like that's a slower market right now and and they're going through some yeah. shit. And so I'm thinking like, okay, maybe I should really start focusing on like another avenue. Like, should I start promoting a logos for something more like tech based or something more like, you know, on-premise retail grocer? Like, should I pull out of the beer stuff a little bit, though it's my favorite stuff to do uh, in hopes of like garnering interest from outside market because yeah. i'm in a place now where like i've been fortunate enough to not have to really go out cold call knock on doors get clients like mm-hmm. and, and i think that comes with just like years of doing it word of mouth right sure. like it, it, it's sort of that didn't built that in. didn't come by accident no because i used to only do that shit mm-hmm. uh but now in a place where like oh man the emails are they're not coming in as frequently you know and like Oh, yeah. the offers I'm getting are like a little different, different markets. So that's kind of telling me mm-hmm. maybe I should, if I want to, you know, <laughs> keep my percentage of business afloat, like I got to focus. I got to adapt a little bit. Yeah. 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 And then, and also like, I got to remember how to like go back and put boots on the digital ground and, and, <laughs> and call people up and be like, what can I do for you? But, <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shit for me, you know? I know. Like, I know. But it's but been a while. You can, t- you could change the whole uh, perspective of that and think that that's totally. a great thing. And I, I, I'm pushing, I'm changing my, my, my t- tune on that a little bit because at one point I was like, Oh God, I don't want to go through that. And then I'm like, but then it's like one, it might be a necessity down the road because I've been lucky enough that the food, bev- the food and beverage things outside yeah. of spirits and wine and beer have been great. And they're still actively pursuing one restaurant that is in construction is still going crazy she's even texted me three times since we've been on this call yeah and i love that and i'm so lucky but that didn't come out of that wasn't me saying oh let me uh widen the variety of my client roster it it happened luckily it happened naturally in a way but i will i will say there i I, i'm i'm gonna go after something in the grocery and that kind of market because man if you talk about who is like future-proof for the rest of eternity, yeah. it's it's a grocery store. <laughs> I think we've seen that. Like, yeah, I think crazy. I think the shift though, it might be like digital buying, right? Because that like, too, yeah. Grocery stores are doing well, but that happens in pandemics. I'm curious of like the takeaway might be like, oh, people actually start liking they they find that ordering online uh, and shopping and getting delivery is like a thing that works. Yes. Right? Cuz again, we're all kind of forced into that. A lot of people are not wanting to go to the grocery stores. Yeah. Uh 
and 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 so like that's kind of interesting does that change things like packaging does that change you know like where can we find mm-hmm. a, a value in that and, and something is like i had an offer for just doing like stock photography for products i'm like well man i haven't done that in so long and that's something i'm fully capable of doing right like yeah that maybe that's something i start to like focus on or like if i'm going to do some cold calling it's that kind of stuff yeah uh, it's finding those other services that you want to do or that you do you know currently or maybe that you like do under the you know hood of your creative services yeah. but like yeah how do you can you offer that in this place is there is there is there a gap right now in yeah. that market because things are being exposed it's really just like i think looking at the data of everything your business the market what's happening transitions and can you fill a need mm-hmm. that currently needs to be filled yeah make a i'd make a list look at the, the yeah. businesses in the industries that are thriving right now and look at the ones that aren't you know and it's like don't i'm not saying put all your eggs in one side of that column but diversifying no well i would, think that's the ticket and i think that's why like diver- yeah you know, it's great you talked about being fortunate enough to like have those clients that are still doing well it's you know your portfolio is it's diverse which is helpful again yes yeah. you know same with mine like my best clients are not in the industry that i love doing the most <laughs> exactly. you know what i mean like yeah. my ongoing clients yeah. now are just like they're outside of that and so uh, it's it, it really makes you focus on like i think having a niche is great as a style but in terms of client it's tough yeah because if that industry gets hurt like it, it's hard to break out yeah like you really got to shift yeah yeah um which yeah. i think we're all capable of well, doing let's let's talk about the shift thing because i think we've we each have kind of dabbled in this idea of like are we changing? Are we shifting the way we are? We're gonna have to market a little bit more. Let's yeah. say we start building some some direct marketing, some stuff to get get the word out there, whatever. But also too in that zone, what do you, what what could you do to be different in even just your your voice? Because like hmm. I was even thinking like I just did a quick run through of like every headline and and subhead on my website, and then started just brainstorming some, just even tweaking a few words to sound a little more compassionate and um, flexible. And like, so what would you, what's one thing you would do in looking, looking over your collateral and your stuff that might change because of what we're going through? That's interesting. I really, I like, I like that idea. I actually didn't think about that. It's pretty smart. Um, You heard it here uh, first guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, you know, I've been, tackling website stuff under the hood website stuff and me just don't get along i it takes so much work i know uh but i i wanted to start focusing because right now it's pretty heavily focused on like beverage yes so i'm thinking like i have work outside of that that i just don't show and i think i you know my plan is to start building case studies just really outside of that that sort of spirit wine beer realm there are a few um but just update that because i've like i said i've had a chunk of work that is not that uh that i think there are industries that are doing fine like tech video game that's sort of like retail grocer yeah maybe it's not the sexiest stuff but if that's working right now then i kind of want to garner my services to fit that need in case someone else is like i don't want to fully change because i think my style is geared towards a certain style yeah but yeah i think also just like you know, just improving my diversity on my website a bit more yeah what about even your the perception? I was going to say because I've I've made a conscious effort over the last two to three years to feel more premium, to have a a higher end look that won't so people won't get shocked with, uh, let's say, the 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 first estimate they get. You know, 
and that comes with everything else that comes with obviously our reputation and our case studies and everything else. But, you know, I was afraid I got the first inquiry I got after all this. Um, I sent it off to them and I literally after hitting send, I was like, whoa, should I have changed my perception a little bit to not come off so high end? Like, what if they're they need something quick and it's just a, all they needed was value, not high level strategy and whatever. And I was like, mm. wow, now do we have to change that too? Like, or do you, See, do you, this do you offer? I think sucks as like, I know especially, it's so, it's so, it's so hard around design. I find where, or any sort of like really contract creative freelance work, not design, mm-hmm. anything creative where it's like the expectations of us as business is, it's, it's still not, it's not the same. Like you wouldn't go to the grocery store and be like, look, I'm having a tough time. Can I just, have this milk for half the price. Yeah. Whatever. And and, and and the milk industry or the cashier or the grocery store, they're not going to be like, we should think about, maybe we should do, like, it still feels like creatives get that a little bit. Because I would say, I don't think we should have to feel guilty because our services, we still render important, valuable services. And I think if it's in a market that needs it now more than ever, like, I don't, I don't know. It's a two-way street. Like, I'm more flexible for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm coming in saying... I have my price. I'm willing to talk and and maybe I'm more negotiable now than I was partly because, you know, I have, you know, just an undertone of anxiety of, I don't know the future of uncertainty, but, and also cause like I have compassion and, you know, if we have a real conversation and there seems to be a real need and it's yeah. an industry I know is hurting, like I do want to be able to help. I want to find a comfortable place for both of us. So I am long ways of saying I could be convinced either way. But I don't know if we should feel guilty. Answer the question, John. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think we should feel bad if you're... I, my I point know. is, you shouldn't yeah. feel bad. Uh, and also, you shouldn't feel bad if you do. Like, I, I think I think it's it's situational. And it really really comes down to, like, your business and what works financially and, you yeah, know, within do, your preference. Do you think it would hurt a business to have both... Gosh, you know, we go to... Anything we go to of service, especially in tech and in online stuff... Let's say you go to that thing and you see the pillars of service and level of offering, right? Yeah. Um, and like they a packages. Get, yeah, and they get to they get to cater to whoever you are um, by you know the basic one, maybe the full on mm. blown out blown out one, and then that little niche one in the middle. Like now, yeah. Do do we get to get that same kind of like um, cachet a little bit or like excuse <laughs> to have different levels in our offering? I mean, I can't even, I'm saying this out loud. I can't even imagine yes. how you would like, can you imagine coming to your, your it's like, do you want cheap graphic design or do you want? That's the thing. Like you like, stab your fucking foot yeah. immediately with that. It's like, yeah. I look at it sort of like building a house, right? Like, oh, do you want the cheap ha- like house that is dangerous? Like I want people to come to me because I'm an expert in a certain field. Let's talk about branding and, and, I think if you do packaging, yeah, pack different pa- like price packages. Uh, uh, I don't know how that makes sense. I know because the know. work shouldn't change. Like if I'm still going to give them a good logo, it takes all the discovery. It takes these questionnaires. Like if I bypass that, then the logo won't be good, and then I'm doing a disservice to like my personal business and their business. You know, so like if I'm going to do packages, it might be like okay, you get branding, and then if you need stuff like particular stationery or if it's a packaging plus like a brewery, like okay, let's maybe tossing a label, but I still am hesitant to do all that because mm-hmm. there's just, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I, and you're the same thing in any, any designers. Like I customize the project 
solely on the project needs time frame yeah. their budget what i can do like if i'm going to do if i'm going to discount rates it's because there's certain things of like i'm not going to give you more than one revision yes. or i'm not going to give you more than one option it's never going to be like i'm not going to do less work less work yeah the there's work other is, there's other ways yeah to, i always look at it as levels or levers right like so if one goes yeah. down maybe the other one does something has to go up it's it's yeah. a weighted value there and i i, I totally get it but my, yeah, because it's was weird like, to say, like, here's a cheap logo, yeah. here's the okay logo, and here's my best logo. Yeah. I think that's bullshit. I think you should always give them your best and just change up your options. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get more than one option. Like, yeah. So that is a tough one, though, because I think, yeah. I mean, I know designers that do that, and I, I there are, there, people are successful that way for sure, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also just I don't know how I would structure it, like you said. Like, yeah, that's a. It's I a, do that in the conversation. That's understanding a very the tough needs. one. I know because we tailor. It, there is no set process. I've never course. done the same process twice ever. Yeah. Uh, but we're also in uncharted territories, and like I say that, and maybe three weeks from now you'll see the website, <laughs> the fucking bronze, silver, gold. I don't know, man. Like, I'm willing to change yeah. for sure. But yeah. currently, I do. I just the amount of work is relative, but. The upfront work is the bulk of it. And so I know. I'm, I know. Yeah. Like it could be things that like maybe it's a if someone came to you and let's yeah. say the, uh, you, the world, the world didn't have to know about it. You could still in the conversation, hmm. um, let's say times were desperate and you need it. Yeah. Great. But putting I get what you're saying too. putting it out there is a whole other thing. And I think that's also the point. like that's a yeah, confusing as hell messaging. To have mm-hmm. both of those things offered under the same umbrella. I, I get what you're saying. Totally. Well, because yeah. rarely, and 90% of the clients I work with, they don't understand. I Like, they don't know about discovery. They don't understand yeah. the process. Like, they have no idea. They're coming and thinking, can you just make me a logo in a couple of days and here's some money, right? Like, yeah. it's never like, so I don't know how you could just educate them in a paragraph on your website. I'm not sure that's possible. I and I think it can, like you said, create really deep confusion later on for you and it might just be more of a headache and you might also just be undervaluing yourself because dude sometimes if it's a bigger client like it's more valuable to them right value-based pricing so yeah it's gonna cost a little more and ultimately it's because it usually takes longer and discovery is a lot longer you know there's more revisions and options so yeah it's just yeah i would steer clear of that if you can right now and then Mm -hmm. um I, and then make it up as you, yeah. I'd like to say too, I bet there's, you know, if there's any listener that's in that zone of like, you know, hopefully you've learned from some of the stuff specifically in like the branding and the, the logo development and that, you know, we, we will, in the past, I felt we've always pushed and gave you the things that say, how do you make more out of this? And that means yeah. putting more into it, right? You can't just mm-hmm. up your charges without more value. But if it, if you're in that situation where you, you're still, let's say flexing your muscles in that zone, but there is some need to do work immediately. One thing I would suggest is like, you know, maybe a great way is instead of some of the online things that are so competitive, like LinkedIn Profinder, I believe is the what it's called. That might be a great spot to be in and, and it's free. Get in there. Um, I think at a certain point you can pay for, I forget how it works. I think you get some credits to apply, but you'll get pinged saying someone in your area needs a banner or something. And, if that's something that can help, just do it. Like it's mm-hmm. again, it's not the stuff you're bragging about. You're not put. You might not be putting it on your website. But if there is that need for something like that, I would go to some of these sites that allow you to post and 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 you could probably in your wording and everything be really really compassionate and show that you are 
You are here to, hey, let's let's work. What can I do yep. to help you? You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I and again, being available. And this is it's funny because you know we did a whole course on social media, and mm-hmm. I still have a little bit. But I come from a place of like it's it's less important than you think. It doesn't really garner business. I, I kind of would backtrack on that a little bit. I think now more than ever, you have to engage. And this isn't just like Twitter and Instagram, but it's all of the above. Like you yes. have to be, you kind of got to be more engaging than usual. Cause I think more people are either looking, um, but I think LinkedIn is, is, is definitely a, a great bet, but yeah, there's a credible thing there. And I feel uh, also too, it works off of your, you can do it off of your zip code. And I think a lot of these other ones, anytime I've dived into, and I won't name what they are, but I've dived into them for, to help students out. They ask, should I try this website, you know, where mm. you bid for stuff, you know, you see a, you see a, mm-hmm. a brief and whatever. And yeah. to be, you know, to be honest with you, they're going to, they, they're, they're probably not looking for the best work. They're probably looking for the cheapest. And I've yeah. seen some of the prices on there. Oh my, I mean, even in these times, you know, a logo should not be $50. Come on. This is, this is unreal. <laughs> oh, so I'm just saying the LinkedIn thing might be good because also it finds someone yep. local and I feel like it has to come with an attached name or a profile that already exists on LinkedIn. You're not going to get some weird name and a Gmail account yes. that you would on the other ones. So that's why I when was kind of thinking. It's not just, bring, it, it bring is it clients looking for uh, 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 to hire, but it's also like people looking to contract and, it, yes. and it's, you know, like yeah. it, it, it hits a bit more than just, um, you know, someone on Instagram who owns a t-shirt company and needs a logo really quick or something yeah. like that. You know, like that's, yeah. I say that cause that's yeah. like my most freaking new one. Everyone yeah. owns a clothing company apparently on Instagram cause that's 90% of the inquiries. Yeah. But like, yeah, Instagram, I think you're hitting a deeper pool of just possibilities and mm-hmm. opportunity. I'd, I'd love to maybe change into marketing at this time, right? Like, yeah. oh, wow. First week I remember hearing people like, Absolutely not. Like, I can't do it. It's the word. How can I ask for business? And it's not that. I think, you know, right now, everything I looked up today was saying, if you're not using this opportunity to market yourself, you're losing out. This is the time to market. The competition is very low. Yep. Um, you might stand out. Someone might find you that typically they they wouldn't. Um, and I think it's just one of those things to kind of like, why not? Like, Someone's yeah. got to be look is we're going to get out of this. It's going to be a new I feel like I, I can't wait for that that moment where it's like it feels like new and like we're we're we've gone through all this. And yep, I'd I'd hate to hear anybody say, gosh, a month ago, if I just started mar- marketing, there would have been a few things lined up right now. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I'm so fascinated again by this cold calling thing. What you're just <laughs> mentioning and I'm curious. Well, yeah. One. Uh, uh, and, that, and not even might, cold calling. It, it could be, what, any, there's so much under this umbrella, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, marketing itself is just yeah. a, a huge beast. And I think, but I do think like, I think a lot of people are going to have to start doing more outreach yes. that maybe haven't, I, I'm myself included. And so I'm curious, like, maybe just touch a little bit on, you know, what that looks like for me. Because uh, I think, again, people are going to have to start doing it. And so the biggest thing is like, I, I think if we're going to just send an email to a potential client or doing any outreach, like mm-hmm. you got to research whoever it's got to be personalized. Number one. Yes. Uh, you have to research them and ideally you are solving a problem of theirs and not a blanket problem, something specific to the business, right? Like yep. I, I, I think if you do both of those things, your chances of success rate are a mm-hmm. lot higher. Um, and I noticed that cause when I used to do this, um, that was a huge shift. 
Yes. You know, versus a template email that you just sent out was just didn't work. Uh, or if it did, it wasn't the exact kind of yep. clients I was hoping for. But stuff where it's like, okay, you're local. I know I've been in there. I'm, per, you know, I'm familiarizing myself. Or if not, then I'm going to research them on the internet. And like, and I, they have to have a problem. And a lot of that problem is like branding, marketing, whatever that could be, social media, photography. Yeah. That's how you render your services. And then I would show them examples of things within that field, right? If it's a brewery, then I would show them beer labels. Or if it's photography, I, like I have a lot of food photography or like that kind of stuff. That's you. You have to cater to the client. Yeah, I don't think cold calling. No, because, and I say cold calling, emailing. I, I guess, uh, like just cold emailing it. it but without you can't the, template it. Without the strategy you just mentioned, it's kind of a waste. And it's, I think, yeah. and one like uh, one thing I was thinking of too is the the one six the success I've had. I'll share a little secret sauce that I felt really really worked, and maybe in, in this time totally um, in food you see a lot of times a company suddenly take off be be it exposure or something or just a great product and it it's killing it but it's still maybe the original packaging and branding that was done by the owner or something else right yeah. now they're all of a sudden like in a in a they got there's a little bit of a spotlight on when you can and linkedin is where you see this a lot you might see them go guys we got we just got featured on blah, blah, blah. And Oprah said it's the best. And, and you're like, and you look at their packaging and whatever, you're like, yikes. Like now yeah. it's like, that's the time, man. It's like, I, that's like, I put a bullseye on that place and I give them a pitch deck that is like showing them my improved branding, my rebrands, my refreshes, yep. right? Like, so yeah. now you're like, he's pro he or she's probably thinking, I, I've been and buyers will be telling them this. I, I, when I contact these companies, they'll tell me, they're like, how did you know? I'm like, well, what do you mean? They're like, well, buyers told us like, they'd love to have us, but we have to redo our packaging. Yeah. There's a great, that's just a perfect opportunity. Like, just that's like really you smart. said, find some strategy yeah. to go into what value, you know, we've pushed that a hundred times. What benefit will you bring to them if they work with you? Mm -hmm. And so yep. find the problem, make the solution. And, and give it a shot. Like, I hate to say it too. Like, what else do you have to lose right now? This is, yeah. you, you can fail. Well, that's the position I'm thinking of. Like, again, we're lucky enough where we don't really have to do mm -hmm. that, right? Like right yeah. now, and I, I'm thinking like, well, I might have to. I have no idea. Again, yeah. no one knows. Like other industries could go down. We don't know how long yes. this is going to last. But I'm thinking like those people that have just gotten into freelance. And I remember when I was just there and it was fucking a nightmare. And now I assume it's probably just, even more difficult. So I think outreach and marketing is, is sort of the name of the game. Yes. Um, I think it's, you know, it's, it's a luxury and a, 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 almost a privilege to be able to think like in causality and how can I give back right now? But there's a lot of people that just can't financially or with their time, right? Our time yeah. is our finance. So yeah, I, I, I like the idea of, of really digging into which we're doing a mm -hmm. sort of outreach and marketing. And I, yeah. your idea of, Finding a client that's about to get big, that got some, you know, that nuggets of, of eyes, like that's really smart. That's 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 the golden ticket. So when you see them, just tell them, "Long goes your guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be like Nick, who? <laughs> but, yeah, but that's valuable. What um, what's your thought too? Like I I I really keep just my perspective keeps thinking about anybody who is feeling the stress, feeling the suffering, like it's worried about the future. One thing I saw that I thought was a great thing and how do we 
flip it to our listeners is this cl- idea of collaboration. Like, what do mm-hmm. you think of like, if you, if you know another designer, if you know someone, you and I talked about this yesterday, let's say you're designer A and designer B does something totally different than you, but maybe joining forces or getting together and, a t- and then making that pitch to somebody might help someone's confidence or feel a little more powerful, strengthen numbers. Yes. That could be I, kind I mean, of cool. I, I, yeah, man, I think we're opening up even beyond just the business side, just collaboration in general is, I think, mm-hmm. up, right? Because we're just connecting more. I think we're getting more comfortable just in this community, putting ourselves out there even more in a way yeah. more personal level beyond just the work. Like, it's cool because the work itself is becoming more secondary in the yeah. design community, right? Yes. Like, I'm just seeing how people are living their lives and just like, mm-hmm. you know, getting weird in their apartments or houses. All, you know, like, I, yeah. so, but in terms of like that side of stuff, I think that's going to happen more. I think people are going to like, you know, you you mentioned uh, I can't remember the name, but uh, like this sort of paid, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like I think that kind of stuff is going to happen more and more, where it's a team uh, of individual creatives that are just like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, teaming up for or projects, you know, yeah. ongoing work, whatever it is. Oh, uh, and I, if I the, like that idea. And if the story of that collaboration came out of this time, like I feel like it's so much more authentic and real, and like, uh, and a necessity too. Like you know, I think sometimes I've seen it. I've been, I've been in con- uh, conversations in the past about joining so- forces with someone, and I never understood why. Like I was like, why am I not excited about this or what? You know, and it wasn't. It maybe just wasn't the right time or the right fit. But now, if it can make you stronger and make you better, um, I think that's fantastic. Because yeah, this collaboration and seeing what people are doing together, like. Uh, ideas that are probably being sparked now on conference calls that would never have made it in a meeting room, like a meeting room, uh, sitting at a table with others. I'll be honest with you. My first thought is when is this over? You know, like (laughs) when's lunch? You know, I remember those times and you're like another meeting and, and granted we're probably going to get there with zoom too. I'm, I'm already feeling that a little over the top, but, but there's a, there's a, there's a, um, there's a, there's a really cool excitement about starting a meeting when you're at your desk and you're at, this is your home, this is your space and, and it's time to talk to somebody else. And I've seen yeah. some amazing ideas, right? Yeah. 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 You've seen that. Have you seen the Apple commercial that's like create creativity never dies or something like that never goes. No. And, and it's just this beautiful collage <laughs> of things that people have been doing at home for creativity. Um, yeah. And it's just, I mean, I, I shed a tear. It was so beautifully done. Well, Right? That's perfectly just... said, right? And sort of what we initially touched on, which is that that pool of creativity is not, it, it, it's just, it's still there. It's needed But the more. outlet's different, right? Because like a designer, yeah. if I'm not getting work, like I'm not just going to stop being creative. Yeah. Right? I'm either going to do some passion projects or learn a new skill or service, like which we're, we're seeing now is that more and more, which is yep. really cool. Yep. Super inspiring stuff. Yeah. The, the one thing I saw that this was the line that really struck, struck a, a chord. It says, out of constraints comes creativity, out of chaos comes growth, and out of fear comes love. And it's it's very true. You've seen, I've seen families, people reuniting uh, hmm. over, that haven't been, uh, you know, had fallouts or whatever. You're seeing re- these great little reunions, even like people on TV, celebs and stuff. Like, I just love that. Yeah. Like, why did it take this, right? Like, you know, it's because we've, we've been forced to stay in a freaking home. <laughs> right. And, and, um, we're now bored. 
Yeah. And and oh god, dude, I'm so bored. But, but well, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, gotta like, say, like sitting on I, every chair in the house. Yeah, I fight <laughs> everything to not be bored. Like I don't know what that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. If it wasn't for the school part, to to because that ramped up probably three times oh, as yeah. much. Okay. Sure. Which it was never. I'm not saying it was never an easy thing to do, but now that it's amplified, thank God that's filling the, the time. Um, and keeping me really, really, really busy, as well as yeah. the, the the amount of small projects that are continued, but it made me think. It was like, man, like my brain hasn't had the 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 break yet. Um, and but on the flip side, it's keeping all the negativity and everything else at bay. Um, and I'll have a few hours where I don't even think about what's happening. And I, and that's yeah. isn't that refreshing? Like yes, I the, love that. And we talked about it too, especially in the beginning of this. Like I was nonstop, just you know NPR on twenty four seven, just feeding myself all this stuff, which you know <laughs> I still have to. I I give myself two check ins a day, but other than that, like I took a big step back, and it's changed just dramatically. Like yes. my anxiety and my stress levels. Yeah. Uh, from where I was a couple weeks ago, man. Like <laughs> oh, dude, I took up so meditation. Bad. Like yeah, yeah. any cough, I'm like, oh my god, I have it. I'm gonna die. Right. You know, just shit that is not fueling any 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 help. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I I I am still bored, but ultimately because like I get and I didn't realize like I got so much satisfaction like going to my favorite breweries. I live in Portland. Oh, and dude, they're all my friends who work there. That. I know everyone in the industry and like just going and hanging out. Like and yeah, Zoom is fun. I, I do I don't mind it, but it's still like Come I want to engage a little yeah. more. And that's that's where yeah. I'm struggling the most. It's like, the hu- it's I just that human go. thing, everything. Yeah. Like the yeah. things I feel like, you know, um was it again another good uh, is this a great opportunity for us to have this kick in the ass about what we've taken for granted over the years? You yeah. know, um, that kind of taking for granted, like that we just had a great lineup of, of fresh, good clients were coming in naturally because of the work we put in. I, I feel like I've taken that 100% for granted. Um, mm. Gosh, the, it, uh, the complaining thing, that to me is another <laughs> thing. Like I, I love it when something's thrown in my face that says, Nick, you have nothing to complain about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. And, and. We can always frustrate. We can always get frustrated. We can always vent, and we, you know. But like to me, it was like just knocking on wood the last few weeks, just going like, I, I can't complain. I can't complain. You just can't. Let, mm-hmm. how, even if there is something terrible, I know so many people have been hit by this and are affected in in a, in a very personal way or with someone in their family or something. But if that if if you can keep the spirit alive with you, your client, your family, your friends, and everything, and keeping the positivity, keeping things like you know, I think you'll be remembered. Like, I, I I think that's the coolest thing about, like you were saying about doing a lot of that work for clients and stuff to help them out at the very beginning of our talk. That will be remembered. They'll be like, Jordan yep. is the man. That guy was right there by our side through this. And don't you want to be that to somebody, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. that's just the, the way to do it, man. And I think if you don't have that want, I think freelance is not for you. Yeah. I, I, I can't, truly though, like, and maybe that sounds harsh, but like, if you don't really want to yeah. bring value to your clients, even sometimes by like going above and beyond, I don't think it's going to be great. Yeah. I think you're better clocking in and out, which is great for people. Like people fucking kill in those environments. Yes. I think freelance is definitely a separate thing, uh, but you have to kind of, you have to want to do that. 
you, you know, that's a great point, dude. I think people are going to come out of this and, and know exactly what they want. So mm. like if if someone's been dabbling in this freelance thing and this they that's can't true. get if this is going to be the perfect obstacle course to find out if this is something to stay stick with and yeah. vice versa. I've seen people that are still with very, very solid, secure jobs. Nothing's changed on their job, but they are thinking, I'm not going to go through this again. So vulnerable. So, right. Like yep. everyone's yep. going to, the shift you can make out of this is, oh man, it's like 10 years of le- lessons in, in probably yeah. six months. It's yeah, truly. It's like this hyper condensed <laughs> self divulging that we're all going through. It's exactly. really intense. Oh <laughs> I'm my so God. familiarized with myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the other thing I thought was interesting too, was this idea that, uh, um, your your operating procedures are being thrown <laughs> completely a, like a oh, yeah. curveball, right? Um, yeah. And again, like I'm wondering if when we're done with all this, um, if we can get in line and and work through the the bumps and the curveballs and the roadblocks now. Imagine when we're back with 100% capability and capacity, nothing's going to stop you, right? Like I yes. think that's just a a good way to look at what to take out of this, right? I think it's going to change, especially, I mean, personally, it's going to change my perspective immensely. Uh, just the things I would usually bitch and moan about where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> if a client's like taking too long, I'm like, that's cool. I'm just stoked that we're doing something right now, you know? Yeah. I think the appreciation level and who knows, maybe it'll fall flat again. But like this is, I think people are going to remember this forever. Like this is such an abrupt shift. We're not out mm. of it. We're still mm-hmm. in the thick of it. So like, oh, yeah. But I, I think we're just, I'm getting to a point where like right now I'm, I'm getting more familiarized. I'm starting to figure out a process that's working for me Good. in this chaotic time where things change yeah. every three days. Uh, but at least like it's just feeling more familiar. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know what's going to change, but I think trying to have that positive outlook and trying to keep that level head. Yeah. And and still, you know, again, we're our jobs aren't it, people still need marketing, design, mm-hmm. creative thought like that doesn't go away. I think they need it now more than ever. Yeah. It, it, it's our job to really figure out those yeah. those points of opportunity. Yeah. Because they're I, there. They're definitely yeah. there. Yeah. I, I love that. It just feels like everyone feels more human to be honest with you. Yeah. And here, and yet it's so, it's all artificial because of the digital <laughs> aspect. Of that's everything. the part that I, that's it's, like, that's what hurts the most. It's like, it's but, great in one way, but, and maybe it's just me, but like, I still see the computer a little bit, you know, like that's something I want to end more than anything, just yeah. like my own self. But in the flip side, I am doing it more, which is, you know, but don't don't you always I, I've always admired, especially when I see in my students, when because their day and age is so much more digital mm-hmm. that as much as there's anxiety issues and maybe self-confidence things, there is a thing that I've always admired that they just seem so much more connected uh, to their their close knit group. Right. Yep. Maybe in that digital brought that because any friend is on 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 demand just as much as a YouTube video, you can ring them and talk and chat and video and all that. So maybe a lot of folks who miss that boat are seeing how how connected you can get now. 
Yeah. Like, you know, I love, oh, dude, copywriters must be having a field day right now because of all the ads and everything, right? Like, you know, yep. it's, it's like never as connected, but yet so far away, you know, all these yeah, great, yeah. <laughs> these yeah, exactly. Like, Social distancing doesn't have to be so distant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, uh, oh, can I bring uh, in also, one? Also, I really, I mean, copywriting is everything. It I, is. I joke, but like, it yeah, is. And copywriting hey, is everything now's the time to be again too like if you can help a client out with that oh, God. um you know uh the one cool thing was also was uh right now and particularly with the breweries and i think you and i talked about this too um if you can help a client keep the brand loyalty to the consumer they have during this time that's mm -hmm. think of the case studies we can build out of this i think that's another thing like you know like Yep. I've always admired those designers and those firms, particularly like firms and design agencies uh, that can really channel brand loyalty. Yes. That, that's the goal that we, we're all trying. And if a company, uh, I was talking to our buddy Jay Master, who we had on with uh, oh, yeah. that pit stop. And he was saying, too, what he's been doing for a lot of his brewery clients is the they were doing a really great new idea with a can but the, it, it was interactive. It was like a coloring book on the can. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, that's like the greatest idea. Like imagine that being now on the kitchen table and the kid doing that after his dad enjoyed a drink, you know, like all these little things or do you take it off and it becomes this thing. And now that brand that Jay put that idea together for uh, will be remembered by the consumer at this time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, like we mentioned, like I think marketing is playing just a, way deeper role because yeah. right now if you're talking brand loyalty like that's just about engagement but that comes after having a strong brand and that's yeah. where oh, like yeah. you know someone who you know specializes in like brand strategy i'm like look you're not going to be able to have marketing campaigns unless you understand who you're marketing to and mm -hmm. what your voice and personality and tone and sure values like if you can't relay that then i don't think loyalty is going to be there no one just yeah. buys a product because it's good without any sort of brand yeah pillars behind that right yeah. Uh, so I think a, a need for branding is, again, more mm -hmm. prominent than maybe it has been, uh, uh, at least in terms of like that marketing outreach for clients and, oh, and businesses. Oh, okay, well, yeah. you know, break that down even more dissected, right? It starts with a kid who's bored and at home and has been homeschooled, whatever, parent being frustrated and whatever, whatever. All of a sudden now there's this added value that the kid gets to enjoy. Yeah. A fun little, fun little exercise. The parent goes like, unbelievable thank you brand b or whatever and and it's like such a great memory i i you yeah. know and so like uh, yeah you look at i see it on the news and all these places doing such amazing like volunteer work i saw this place today they were an art center and they were putting together art kits every week with and it had a link that they'd go to the youtube channel and see uh the person putting together the arts and crafts of and they'd get all the little pieces in a bag cool yeah. these people have to make the bags yeah, a week in advance so that no, no germ lasts on it. Yeah, and, and isn't that amazing? Like you're just sitting there going, like, there's some fun out of the box stuff happening, dude, yeah, for sure. Especially oh. with engagement. Like, did you see uh, Emmerich, Josh Emmerich, who, mm -hmm. who does Emmerich Co. and he does lots of stuff, particularly uh, Bottle Logic. Yeah, he did his 3D uh, chess can, and it, every can comes with a pair of 3D glasses. So oh god, you would love this. He did it in Dimension. Oh right? wow, where he took pieces of chess uh chess pieces and then uh change the angle of the camera in such a way where as you put it together on the can it looks like it would be 3d wow. and then you put the glasses on it, it pops out at you like 
it's just a fucking 16 ounce beer label and it's so engaging and i'm so pissed i didn't think of it first i know it's so brilliant what a great idea you, <laughs> yeah you literally as you said that our good friend ryan wheaton texts me and says man i am so hooked on dimension <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that's it. the takeaway mm -hmm. that isn't maybe as important but look if you're a designer yeah. and you haven't dug into dimension like take this time oh god to learn no don't don't, don't learn it don't learn it it's, yeah, yeah. it's a terrible <laughs> application it will help you it won't help you in any way <laughs> um let's you know another shout out uh brad woodard from brave the woods man started what a, a kids drawing channel have you seen that it so is, I saw him talk about it on uh, I, the class he gave to your or I, the presentation. He gave I don't class. care how old you are. You can watch this. He is the nicest dude in our industry, first of all. And yeah. he already is. I'd say he's the most colorful dude. He's, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He is. He has he's such, so friendly. He has such good already. His studio does work that you would just it blows your mind. His creativity and his it's oh, very God. character driven and beautiful illustrations, but very, you know, very computer. Yeah. If you ever vector. feel like overly stressed or anxiety driven, like. People are using Animal yeah. Crossing. Like, no, just go look at Brad Winter's yeah. fucking illustrations. Yeah. And you just feel good. But if there's any young kids in the family, whatever, and he put together a YouTube channel where he draws a different animal every day. And the the dude is he's got my vote for the next Mr. Rogers because he is so good. He he <laughs> he does it at late at night and uh films it in three different angles all by himself. Good for and him. he's putting it on um YouTube. And if you look up Brave the Woods, you'll find it. Um, it's just such, I think, what a great idea. Like, he, he's not doing it for any compensation. He's just going, why not? Kids are yep. at home. They're freaking out. You know, give them something kind of cool to do. So those those are the things. Like, I'm trying to think of any other shout out of something I saw that was just, was there anything else that you thought was, like, very unique that maybe someone in our industry or even slightly connected to yeah, what I know. we've been doing the man. The best thing I I did, which I think you can still probably watch it, was again Pander Design. Yeah, uh, the same ladies who do Drunk on Lettering. Uh, they did a whole breakdown with someone, uh, uh, an expert on the Care Act and, and small business and loans and what you can apply for and what you can't. Like it was tremendous. It was like probably the most helpful thing I've seen since <laughs> that's and for yeah. them to put that out there i think they went to their personal it was like a free yeah man like it was like their personal it. financial like advisor yes. that has put them over the top right and yeah. for them that they were like wow like open the vault to anybody who's interested here's the information yeah that was great yeah and that they have great. some good resources just on their site too i mean i'll keep plugging them for sure like they have you know we talked about outreach emails like i think they have a template for that and i think they have like other like a contract template, all these sort of cool things. Yeah. Uh, I'd check them out. Yeah. And their, their podcast is hilarious. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Great. great I stuff. think a lot of people have been discounting their, their Skillshare, their online courses. Mm -hmm. um, I know Lauren Hom did that. I know Adam Vicarell did that. They were offering like, they're like, they, I, I think they were in that zone where they, oh God, the timing that, you know, who, who could have ever known you're launching this big new thing and endeavor. And it took you six months to probably put it together. And then this happens. And um, after I think it died down, they were like, not only will I put it out there, but like offering a bit of a, a, a discount to designers and everything is so great. Yep. You know, like this is again, like I just cannot wait to see what sticks, what we what we learn. Like, oh, man, I, I just want to be as optimistic with that as as possible. You know? Yeah. There, and there, there's stuff out there. There's great resources. Um, 
I know that like if, for people who are having trouble like even uh, uh, keeping up with like Adobe Cloud subscription yes. service, like I think Adobe's working with, you know, st- I know students in small businesses, but even just freelancers, like I think they're hearing people out. And, like if yep. it's, you know, too expensive, like they're willing to work with people. So if, like that's a problem for you, I, yeah. I would reach out. Like a lot of companies are making the effort, which is really cool. Yeah. To see, yeah. You know, beyond just like the resources that creatives are doing. They um, I, just as a, a small little plug, if anybody's in the portfolio position right now, I'm putting together a portfolio. Uh, I'm part of a really cool little portfolio review Adobe Live thing happening every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. So uh, this will be out. You'll see next week's they'll be online, obviously, to watch later. But the, the idea was something I emailed Adobe and they instantly wrote back and were like, let's make it happen. Like, cool. Right. Yeah, like how, you know, they are, you talk about a company that one is so connected, but now probably imagine how much enhanced they are to the, their, their group because we are connected to them only digitally, really, you know, mm-hmm. and what they had to ramp up. So, and that team said that like every division of Adobe wants to work with them more than ever right now. Cause they're the, they're on the front line of talking to our, to their consumers, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so you nailed it by saying there's all those things. There's the online things. There's those ordering things like study that up. I'm sure there's a great Skillshare or, uh, you know, course on that kind of stuff. Learn, learn that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man. Get up ahead of the group. My gosh. You know, that's yeah. that would be a really cool thing. Yep. What else, man? Any 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 parting words before? we sign off i know like, we can know, go just... for freaking hours dude <laughs> i know therapeutic it really is it is uh, dude no i i think we touched on i think we touched on everything also you know if you're listening to this and you just want to reach out or if you have questions i mean nick and i are both oh, super engaged right now and, anytime and available and yeah. yeah let's keep the conversation going um i think our goal is to also bring on just other creatives like i said in the beginning of this and just kind of check in see what people are doing and Try to find those nuggets of success and, you know, whether it's in business or just creative wise or where you're finding inspiration, whatever it is. Like, I'm just curious how creatives are, are handling uh, totally day to day. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. We, we This might be a really good chance for us to engage with you guys and let us know if there's any topic that we we're missing. If there's any element we can be talking about that's a different perspective than what we're bringing, you know? Um, yes. We beyond appreciate you guys. We we look at those things and see when you're listening, and it's a good feeling knowing that, like, you know, this stuff's getting out there, and it's just awesome. So let us know whatever we can do. Uh, we're 100% in. Nice. Yeah. Man. Yeah. All right, dear friend. Well, we'll keep this train rolling, and uh, I will talk to you on the next one. That's true. All right, guys. Take care. Be safe. Yeah. Okay.